This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eduardo Manchon. He is the founder and CPO of a company called MailTrack.io. Previously, he was the founder of Panoramio, and, which was acquired by Google, and a partner at another firm that was acquired by eBay. His background is in psychology and UX. Eduardo, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay, very cool. So kick us off. What does MailTrack do, and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Yeah, MailTrack, it's basically the double-check for Gmail. So it tells you when your email has been read using this double check, one check not read, two checks, two green checks read. And then we are a freemium service that that adds uh, a signature to every email you send. A signature says send with mail track. And if you want to remove that signature, then you pay. And then that's uh, our, our business model nowadays. And then give us a sense of kind of where you're at today in terms of customers and revenue. Yeah, we have like uh, 22,000 customers. And we have uh, 1.1 million euros uh, annual recurrent revenue. Got it. So you've passed, what, about 90K per month or 90,000 euros per month? Exactly, 90,000. That's great. Now, that's a lot of customers. So you're very much kind of a high volume, low touch kind of sale. Walk me through how one of the, like, how are you finding these customers? Well, that's a a, a good question because uh, we don't spend money in growth. We in acquisition, so we we checked AdWords, but there, there has no, no enough volume. Basically, it comes from virality, from word of mouth, also the virality in our signature. We have uh, two million signups. That means uh, currently like uh, six hundred thousand active monthly users, and then they send the signature. Most of them they keep the signature. They don't remove it. They don't pay for the service, and then this brings us uh, like fifty percent. Of the 15% of uh, of uh, the signups, they come from the signature, and then the the most of the traffic comes from the Chrome Store. The Chrome Store is a, is a place that uh, brings you a lot of exposure. It seems that not very many people take it seriously, but uh, in our case, for example, uh, every day we have uh, 700,000 impressions of mail track inside the the Chrome Store. That's a lot. But not even Google seems to take it seriously. The, the dashboard sucks and there's uh, not very much competition there. What do you, so on that same dashboard that you're referencing, the little chart that it's like a little red and blue line, how many new yeah. installs are you getting per day? Yeah, uh, around 60,000. 60,000 new installs? That, 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 uh, oh, sorry, per month. So daily uh, from the Chrome store, we have like uh, 2,000, 2,500 around. And then from our website, we have 1,500 more. So it's uh, like around 4,000 uh, installs per day. And when you say from your website, so people can sign up on your website without going through the Chrome store? Yeah. How do they, how do, they do that? Is there a web interface? Well, they, have, they have also the, yeah, there's a web interface and the, you have the install uh, added to your Gmail 
and then you get this small pop-up that actually is from the Chrome store, but it's a different funnel. I see. But eventually they all have to go through the Chrome store, right? So all the numbers uh, should show up in Chrome's backend, right? No. Well, we think so, but it's you kind of crazy. The numbers there, they go up and down like uh, magically. <laughs> Suddenly one day we were 1 million, well, 1 million uh, monthly users, and then it went down to our, our current number later. So... The Chrome Store numbers, uh, we prefer to, we trust better our, our own numbers. That's smart. Um, walk me through how you're a psychology guy. Your guys' homepage has been the same for a while. And I think there's probably, it's probably very intentional because it's so simple. Walk me through how you designed your homepage and how effective it is for you in terms of conversions. Well, the, we offer a pretty uh, simple service. And this is what people like best from MailTrack. It's just a double check. And then the the... We don't want to, to explain very much about the, the service because there is not very much to explain about it. We want you to install it and to experience it as fast as possible. And then once uh, you see what this is, this, there is a small uh, video that uh, shows how the, the double check is placed inside your Gmail. And if you are familiar from that, from Messenger services, then you install it and then you send your first email. And then uh, the, the the wow effect we get is when you get the, the email confirmation that that email has been opened. Then we come back, you come back to the interface and you see that the, the double check, the green double check changed. Also have desktop notifications that uh, from the browser that they inform you when the email has been read. So those that will suck people back into your website. Exactly. Yeah. That was one of my questions for you. My research team in preparing for this interview noticed your website. I mean, you guys have an incredible amount of traffic to your website every month. And one of my questions too is how are you getting that traffic? It sounds like a lot of that is from current users who you pull back to your website using the pop-ups and the desktop notifications. Well, so basically it's they once we use our mail track, you are you are inside things. And then typically Gmail is used uh, six hours per day or eight hours per day during the, 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 the journey. So it's a, at any moment we can launch a pop-up or we can do things. We do very little actually, but there is a way to, to drive traffic to the side. Yep. From now, that. How do you deal with folks that say, Hey, I really want to try mail track, but I can't have this branding across the bottom and I don't want to pay. Yeah. You can remove the signature every time manually from your every, from every email you send. So we, you still have that chance. If you don't want to pay, you just remove it. But we have a nice funnel because uh, we add our own button to remove the signature. So after a certain amount of times you have removed the signature, you will display a pop-up window that says, if you want to remove it forever, just pay. Then we know that, uh, that uh, a lot of users, they, they keep removing the signature manually for months until they decide the service is worth to pay. Yeah, they do it over and over and over. And then they finally go, oh my gosh, just not having to click this every time is worth five bucks, right? Yeah. Makes sense. Right. What about, so com, you know, companies like yours where the average revenue per user per month is around that $5 mark or it's really low, churn is typically an issue. What do you guys see in terms of logo churn and revenue churn? Well, uh, for the moment, uh, the churn is not that high. We have like, uh, we, we, because we have a yearly plan so we know that that with this product we cannot offer a monthly plan because then the channel will be very very high, because the product doesn't deliver value until you use it for several months. So then, but having the yearly plan, we reduced the the churn very much. So the churn is currently only like two point forty three percent per so month. It's pretty low. Yeah, uh, yeah, per month. Per, and that's logo churn or revenue churn, or they're the uh, same. This is revenue churn. 
Got it. And and why do you say so? Why do you say your tool can't deliver value for months if the value is they send an email and they get a notification when it gets opened? Can't that happen fairly quickly? Yeah, that, that's right. But uh, so in for in there are several ways to use MailTrack. So there is also important when you people don't open your emails, then we send you a reminder that tells you the email hasn't been opened in 24 hours. There is an issue with that. So that doesn't happen that often. So what to mail track takes time until you add it to your habits and you think it's, it's worth to remove the signature. So we know that it takes time until you use it over and over that, you're, you're, that mail, you perceive that mail track is, is something worth it to pay. Now, let's get kind of more of the backstory here. So, so take us back to launch date. When did you guys launch this company? Yeah, in 2013. Okay, 2013. And now today, how many folks are you at full-time? Uh, we have 12 people full-time. Okay. 12 people. And are you guys all based in Barcelona? Yeah, we are all based here. Okay, so Barcelona. And have you bootstrapped the company or have you raised? And if so, how much? Yeah, we have raised like 600,000 uh, euro. And then we have some um, some subsidies from the government that make like three hundred thousand more. Okay, got it. So so you have three hundred thousand. Is that convertible debt or equity? Yeah, it's debt. Okay, so convertible debt, and then another three hundred thousand, which is basically a grant from the government, and that's basically free money, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the, and then help us understand kind of from a growth perspective, how you guys have done. So currently you're at 1.1 million in a, in euros in ARR. What were you at at the end of uh, December, 2016? Uh, we were like basically half, like 450 something. Okay. So you're about, so caught 45,000 euros per month, something like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. and, and can you give, do you remember back one year before that in December, 2015? Uh, yeah, very little, only like, uh, like uh, 20,000, something like that. 20,000 yearly? Yeah, 20, per month. And then we started in, in the middle of the year. So that year, before we started as a free service, we didn't even have a, a revenue model. We didn't know what was going to happen. So that early, we, we didn't monetize at all. Many of you know I am buying companies that I really, really like, and there's no quicker way for me to get to the bottom of what is happening on that website than using this tool called NathanLaka.com forward slash hot jar, H-O-T-J-A-R. It basically will give me a recording, okay? When anybody lands on the website, it'll give me a recording of where the viewer is scrolling and obviously does the basic stuff like heat maps too, but I learn so much about where the users are scrolling and clicking on my site using that tool. It helps me increase conversion rates, make more money and grow those businesses faster. And we'll have to see what happens with those businesses, but I'm buying them. I'm buying them very quick and I'm using nathanlaka.com forward slash hot jar for all of my website analytics. You can too. I work with them. It's totally free. You can go to nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. No credit card required. Again, use it as much as you want. nathanlatka.com forward slash hot jar. I'll see you there. So December 2015, about 20,000 per month in euros. Go for, fast forward a year, you're at 45,000. Fast forward another year to today, you're at about 91,000. That's great growth. But Mike, if you launched in 2013, though, there were two years there where you guys were free. How were you, how were you paying for food at night? How were you supporting yourself? Well, with the, with the, 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 the money we raised, and also you think that the salaries in Spain, they are not that high like in the U.S., so and the team also was much smaller. They were at the very beginning, like four or five people only. Okay. So it, it wasn't all for us. So there's three co-founders? 
Uh, yes, we have three co-founders, uh, Nacho Gonzalez, that, uh, that is a pretty famous co-founder uh, founder here in Barcelona. He's, he had three exits, uh, including one to three advisor and, uh, and uh, the, the, the CTO, that Jody Salvat, that also has experience uh, abroad. And how did you guys come up with, you know, how you're going to split equity? Did you just do one third, one third, one third, or how did you have that conversation? Well, it wasn't, wasn't like that from the very beginning. We have other co-founders in the very first time, in the very, in the very beginning. I was an advisor only. And then uh, they, I think they, they didn't spend in natural, did some money. And then the other guys, they were like, uh, just like had a minority. And then they have to dilute it when they get the money. So I came much later. So it's, uh, I don't know very much of the, all the details, but it was I see. Like that. Okay, so, but you, so you have can we say like less than ten percent because you were an advisor and then joined later? Yeah, now I have like the yeah ten percent actually. Okay, got it. And Nacho, since he put in most of the money at the beginning, does he? He's the majority holder. Does he have more than fifty percent? Uh, no. Okay, but he's the, he owns the most of any individual. Yeah, exactly. got it. Got it. Makes sense. Um, Walk me through, you said 15% of your new customers every month come from the, you know, sent with mail track across the bottom. Uh, where does the other 75 or 85% come from? So then there is a, the, there's a organic growth, mostly from Google, but uh, technically the traffic comes from people searching for mail track. So it's kind of word of mouth. Uh, for, uh, and we, we seem to be very viral inside companies. So then the, when the people, they see that the, their other colleagues, they are using Meltrack, they, they search for Meltrack at Google. So it's organic uh, traffic, but uh, actually it's more word of mouth. And then the, the, we had Pierre too, that worked very well. The journalists, they, they love the double check concept for Gmail. Mm-hmm. So I've been in, in, in Forbes, uh, in New York Times and, and uh, important in places. So... And uh, but uh, mostly it comes from from the Chrome store that has its own life. I mean, it's, it's really really a lot of traffic there. It's a it's a place to stay. How do you, uh, from a code, coding perspective? So a lot of people are you know usually their companies are on their website or things like that. You operate inside the inbox. What code base do you use to add things like you know sent with mail track across the bottom with the X? Is it like just JavaScript or inbox SDK or what? Yeah, it's a JavaScript. It's our own. It's a, we we are basically a hub from a technical perspective. So it's a lot of uh, un, undocumented things that the API cannot do, and it's a uh, pretty hard to do. Actually, that's uh, I was surprised. I, at the very beginning, I expected something much simpler from a technical perspective, but then. Later, I realized how complex it was to keep this product working, and and actually like uh, doing tricks like not producing self opens from the same user when reading his own emails from other devices. We have some patented pending technology in that, so it's a it's a really nice project from a technology point of view. How do you can it, it does mail track work in 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 the new Google inbox? Yes, it works. It does work. How did you guys build that out? Because obviously that API is more limited than the just regular Gmail. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a pretty similar to what we do for, for Meltrack. It's uh, for Gmail itself. So it's not a big difference from a technical perspective apart from that. What, what are you using, though, in Inbox to get your code into folks' inboxes? Well, I cannot give you details since I'm, I'm you know, I'm the product guy and my background is not in technology. Yep. I only know that... Uh, that through the extension we inject JavaScript, and uh, there's uh, 
and it's pretty pretty hard to do it. But uh, don't don't ask me for details. Got it. Are you guys cash flow positive yet? Yes, we we reached the break even like two years ago. But since we are growing, we are not trying to gen- to generate money. We just invested in more people for the team and and more resources and exploring acquisition and so on. Besides the people, your twelve people on the salaries. What are your biggest expenses each month? Uh, I would say Amazon, sir, Amazon, uh, like it's web services, will be one of the main most uh, largest expenses. And then there are a bunch of small ones like Intercom, IO. That it's a wonderful tool, and but uh, no, no significant one apart from the from the salaries. Do you do any kind of life cycle email marketing via intercom to get your free users to convert to paid? And if so, what do those life cycle emails look like? Yeah, we we display, we have a life cycle. We display uh, pop-ups and we send emails uh, uh, with a certain path. Like uh, we have discovered the perfect wording through intercom IO uh, for our users since uh, they have this A-B testing feature. And then we send it like every week for the first in the first month, and then after monthly, and we we display pop-ups and and uh, emails and the pop-ups they work wonderfully. You're talking pop-ups; those are things you code manually, or you do those through Intercom. In, through Intercom. Okay, so you're doing pop-ups on the website because I don't think yeah. Intercom can do it in the inbox, right? Uh, no, they can do it uh, well. Yeah, but uh, I mean, when you are browsing Gmail, suddenly you get the pop-up too, you know? So, in, inside of Gmail. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, how do you get an intercom pop up inside of Gmail? Well, because since you have the extension there, you are allowed to 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 do it. I see. Got it. So it actually the pop up actually shows up on the right side when people go to gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Okay. And what are the goals of those emails and pop ups? Is it just to get them using it more, or or how do you get them closer to a paid plan? Well, for us, it's much, um, for the moment has been used mostly for conversion. So we know that. Uh, uh, the signature, it's a main uh, feature that distinguishes between uh, professional pro user, power users, and, and productivity users that they, don't, uh, they are not able to pay. So then our message is like, uh, don't, don't send, uh, so remove the mail track signature from your professional emails, and they get the, the meaning very quickly, and then they perceive the value into that. So we keep pushing <clears> into that, and at the end, uh, they they convert. So how do you grow this from you know ninety thousand dollars per month up to you know a million dollars per month? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> so we think that uh, we can add more value to the to the product. Uh, we have been learning about uh, how the users they behave and and we want to expand the product to to adding more added value features. So. One of them, it will be for mobile, that uh, we will be, uh, thanks to Gmail add-ons, will be the first email tracker that uh, will offer uh, the double checks inside your, your native Gmail app for Android. And also you could send tracked emails for your Gmail app too. Will it work on that, Apple or only Android? Uh, for the moment, only in Android because it's not supported for the Gmail add-on and te- team. And technically on Android, how are you doing it? It's called a Google add-on? Yeah, it's a Google add-on. It's pretty limited. And uh, we cannot uh, just show the double checks as nicely as we do it in the Gmail desktop interface. But still, there is a way from, from your email to see if it has been read or not without creating a separated app. So our competitors, they have, uh, they have created apps, but we don't think it's realistic that you will change your 
your email app, your favorite email app for hours, get to know if your email has been read or not. Why do people choose you guys over a company like Boomerang or a more enterprise solution like Yesware? Well, Boomerang is not actually a competitor. They don't do email tracking itself. They they use email tracking technology for for like uh, you can schedule emails or you can snooze and say, if you haven't been read in 24 hours and tell me about it, but uh, they don't really do tracking. And, well, isn't, uh, isn't, sorry, their feature where they can tell you if it hasn't been read in 24 hours, isn't that the, basically the same as open tracking? Uh, well, ca- kind of, kind of, but they have other features like a schedule and they have snooze. So they use it as a, as a, as a technology behind but they don't offer the service for every email you have sent to know if you have been read or not. You need to add a logic. Well, so you guys are priced. You guys are priced the same as them. I'm just curious. Like, how, how, you must see people going back and forth. How do you keep people from going to Boomerang? Well, the, actually, the, the the Boomerang team events even recommend us to our, to their customers. We have a very good relation with Alex Moore. That uh, because uh, we are a complement to them. We don't make ex- uh, email scheduling, and they do. So basically, we are complementary services. If it's not for you, if it's not enough, the email tracking service that they give it to you, then you can use MailTrack, and we are compatible. So, uh, if, so if Alex offered you guys a, a $3 million check to, to buy MailTrack, acquire the company, would you guys sell? No. Come on, Eduardo. You wouldn't sell? <laughs> no. no. Why? $3 million set. Come on. That's no, three. That's three x. That's three x your ARR. Yeah, come on. We are not a. It's a. <laughs> no, no. It's a. It's, it's not our path. We want to create something that uh, it's uh, it's bigger. We want to create to add more value, and we have a, still a long journey to go. So, what other things will you add on so you can start charging like higher prices for higher price plans? Well, it's, uh, yeah. So there is a, a lot of features we know our customers the one. The multiple recipient tracking that uh, this is uh, uh, not provided from most of our competitors. There is uh, a lot of uh, simple features that we think they are very useful, but keeping the the simplicity and uh, the elegance of the double check and mail track inside your Gmail. There is a kind of customer that doesn't like the, the Gmail interface touched. So we are very minimalistic and they like us. Mm-hmm. All right, Eduardo, makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite, Black Swan. Black, Black. Swan from, from Taleb. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Well, Alex Moore, actually. I like very much Boomerang, and then I have been dragging him back and like following him. I like very much what he achieved with Boomerang. Number three, what's your, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Google Inbox. We have a mail version for Google Inbox because I'm the only user in the office. Uh, I love this news feature. <laughs> no, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven. Seven. And what's your uh, situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Yeah, I'm, I'm single. I have a couple. Okay, got it. So so uh, a couple, but no kids, right? Mm. All right. And how old are you, Eduardo? Fine. I'm very fine. <laughs> no, no. How old are you? Thir- uh, Ah, 41. 41. Okay, last question. Take yeah. us back 21 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Yeah, when I was uh, 20 years, I was studying in Norway for one year. I didn't know English. I came to university. And then I, I, I have said to myself, like, don't take it too seriously. There is uh, keep playing with life. Take, take risk and enjoy. 
There you guys have it from Eduardo at MailTrack. Don't take life too seriously. They launched this company back in 2013. Now over 600,000 active users doing about uh, 91,000 euros per month in revenue from 22,000 different customers as they help folks make their inboxes more productive with their double check and open tracking. Eduardo, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you.